You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for October 22nd. Data writes some very distinctive poetry on the subject of his cat, but was the idea of an artificial intelligence engaging in creative writing really that far ahead of the curve? It turns out that Data was beaten to the punch, with a little bit of human help in editing, by a program that ran on nothing more than a computer with 64K of memory. The result was a book of somewhat surreal, disjointed poetry and prose titled The Policeman's Beard is Half Constructed, which was published on this day in 1984 and credited to an author simply known as Ractor. More than iron, more than lead, more than gold, I need electricity. I need it more than I need lamb or pork or lettuce or cucumber. I need it for my dreams. Ractor was written by Bill Chamberlain and Thomas Etter over a period of five years, and it had two modes, a chat mode and a prose mode. By Chamberlain's own admission, The Policeman's Beard is Half Constructed was curated and edited together from a lot of Ractor's output. So the book, perhaps, can only really claim to be Ractor's work with a great deal of human help. Slide and tumble and fall among the dead. Here and there will be found a utensil. And even with that added note, the book wasn't without its controversies. On this day in 1975, the Soviet space program was the first to successfully land a space probe on another planet as Venera 9 touched down on Venus. A software publisher called Mindscape released a consumer version of Raktor for such computers as the Apple II the following year, and quite a few people who bought their own copy of Raktor noticed that it wasn't creating anything like the material that appeared in the book a criticism that prompted Chamberlain to come forward with the revelations that the free verse, limericks, short plays, and other pieces in The Policeman's Beard were the result of the program being run many times, with the most interesting output being edited together. A week is obscurely like a night. My lord, chicken is like lamb. Yet weeks can be killed, as can chicken. Tis true, my liege, yet ambiguities adorn our pain as ambiguities broaden our issues. So, was it plausible in the early 1990s, or for that matter, in the late 24th century, for data to be creating poetry? Definitely, since computers had been capable of stringing words in a database together to fill templates for varying kinds of prose, sort of like a computer filling out a Mad Libs book. And in some ways, data might be said to be creating prose and poetry in the same way. A lion roars, and a dog barks. It is interesting, and fascinating, that a bird will fly, and not roar or bark. Enthralling stories about animals are in my dreams, and I will sing them all, if I am not exhausted and weary. In fact, let me fire up Raktor on an Apple II right now and see if its way with words has improved over the years like Data's. Welcome to Sci-Fi 5, Raktor. Ask a question, please. Have you ever been on a podcast before? Could you rephrase that? Do you know what a podcast is? What are you trying to ask? Know any good cat poems? I don't quite understand. Can you write poetry? Try again. 
It is dark here. Am I likely to be eaten by a Gru? Ask a question, please. How do you feel? Could you rephrase that? Okay, the criticisms may be valid after all. I'm not sure how this could have written a book unless it was a book full of euphemisms for syntax error. Perhaps Data's poetry was somewhat techno-miraculous after all. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for October 22nd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.